Hello and welcome to BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Scrace Vendel, based out of Berlin in Germany, and I'm coming to you this week with another spot of local unsigned talent as we talk to a guy called Ohad, and that's going to come up in a little bit. So I hope you're all doing well out there, and I'd like to give you a little musical update from my end. Well, not really much going on on my end musically at the moment. Play a few open mics, have been writing a few songs, played a song battle the other week to keep in touch with the scene and support someone else there. But I have been listening to a lot of music, so we're getting back to our regular feature as we look at the Tracks of the Week. Tracks of the Week. Quite a few tracks of the week this week, some new, some old, and I think they're ones that you'd all love, so I'm just going to kick it off straight away, nice and quickly. Haim released a new single this week, the video is on YouTube, it's called Summer Girl, and here's what it sounds like. It's definitely got this Lou Reed walk on the wild side vibe and I think they even admitted that that's what they took a lot of inspiration from. But it kind of also reminds me of Annie Lennox um, in the way that it's orchestrated. It's very minimalist. If you do listen to it through just your phone or laptop or something, you're really not getting the full experience because whoever mixed it has done a fantastic job. Through headphones, it sounds really good. You can hear the double bass in one ear, some electric bass in another. The saxophone sounds really full. Um, so I definitely advise you take some quiet space and listen to that. The film director, Paul Thomas Anderson, directed the video, and it mainly sees them walking around Ventura Boulevard again, a bit like they were in one of their earlier music videos, and um, taking their clothes off. Um, kind of a strange one, not going to lie. Don't really understand the message behind it. Um, but yeah, odd, odd one, but a good video nonetheless. The way it's shot and composed is really, really great, and it's got this nice throwback to... The previous video of them walking, which is I Want You Back. I'm a big Haim fan, so this shouldn't come as a surprise that I like this song and that it's been jammed in my head for the past few days. Um, Danielle Haim, who is the lead singer and guitarist, I really, really like her. She's probably my favourite member, to be perfectly honest. Um, I just like the way she sings. I love her voice. It's got this lovely sort of gravelly, constantly sighing sort of... uh, way to it and I just really really like it but um, Esther and Danielle as well complete the trio so that's Haim Summer Girl another track that's been stuck in my head this week mainly because I bought the album a little while ago is another one off the Black Keys album Let's Rock and the song is called Go Very simple summertime drive-in tune, not too long, not too short, nothing too complicated to play here either, but it's got this really lovely chorus that you'll doubtlessly be singing along to, and it's got a fantastic music video, really, really funny music video, I think the Black Keys have got such a good sense of humour about their own celebrity and their own status, and they really show that in the video, so that's the Black Keys with Go. (laughs) 
couple more tracks I've been listening to this week. Angel Olsen, All Mirrors. Now, this is kind of poor of me, because I'd actually forgotten about Angel Olsen, which is really bad. Um, and she comes back with this great new song that sounds very Kate Bush-like. Um, the video certainly has throwbacks to that as well. Kind of a very David Bowie-esque sort of video, too. This bizarre black and white with really strange dancing and images and things. It kind of looks like a David Bowie movie or something. And then you've got this very Kate Bush-sounding song accompanying it, and the whole experience is really great. I didn't really know what to think when I first heard it, actually. I actually heard it on the radio, and um, I I almost turned it off, um, because it does remind me so much of Kate Bush, and people who know me know that I'm not a real big Kate Bush fan um, at all. But then it grew on me. So I guess if Angel Olsen is growing on me, then Kate Bush might also be growing on me. So, um, hmm, strange. I'll revisit that thought another day. But until then, Angel Olsen, all mirrors. Three more to go, because I've been listening to a lot of stuff this week, but we'll rattle through them quickly. Jason Isbell had a recording out a few months ago that I only just caught up with this week. The song is called Overseas. You can only find live sort of bootlegged versions of it. But it has this really sublime guitar lick, which I'll play for you now. Now, of course, it's YouTube live quality, right? So it's not it's not great, but it's pretty solid, and you know. It's definitely worth checking out because Isbell's live performances are fantastic, probably better than his studio recordings, so you can definitely get a sense of this song. A couple more things I've been catching up on this week. Now we're going a little bit older, a couple of years old. A song by Casey Musgraves called Slow Burn. Now, this isn't even a new song. It comes off of her album Golden Hour, which I own and have listened to and kind of feel relatively indifferent about. I think there are two or three songs on there that are really good. Butterflies is a bit cliche. Um, Space Cowboy, I think it's called, and that one is weird. That's just a strange song, and I don't know, it's a bit too cliche for me, maybe. But Slow Burn, the first track, is really, really good. Um, And that's been stuck in my head a bit this week, and I've listened to it a few times. I revisited the album, and perhaps it's one I should review as a sort of retrospective review at some point. Because, yeah, it's one I'm not totally enamoured with, but I think there's a lot of good stuff there. And I really do like Casey Musgraves as a person and artist. I think she's actually really powerful, really empowering, really quite inspiring. And she just seems like a good laugh, really. Um, So I've been listening to a bit of Casey Musgraves this week. That's Slow Burn. And then we've been going to a classic. This I bought on vinyl the other day. Derek and the Dominoes, Layla and other assorted love songs I found on vinyl. And it's an original US pressing, so I think it probably is worth something. Well, like a few euros. And I bought this on vinyl the other day, mainly for Layla, obviously. And I used to own the um, album on CD. Um, but then bought it again, mainly to hear the track Keep On Growing, which I've heard from the Teskey um, Trucks Band uh, before, and they've done a cover of it, and I knew that Derek and the Dominoes did it originally, but man, was it good. 
to hear it on an original vinyl pressing. So if you can, take yourself back to the 1970s, go and listen to some of this sort of blues jam rock. Derek and the Dominoes, Keep On Growing. Totally recommended song. Here's a clip. And they have been my tracks of the week. Quite a long list, I'm sure you'll appreciate. But now, let's get into the main meat of the episode. This week, we take a small trip to Israel. Jerusalem, a vibrant, significant, stunning city that's not just important to Israel, but to the whole world. There's incredible history, incredible art, great food, architecture, weather. The list just goes on, really. But one thing was missing for one music-loving boy. Heavy metal. See, ever since he was a kid, Ohad longed to be a musician. He'd dance around the living room, pester his parents for a guitar or a drum kit, and learn to make as much noise as possible with whatever was available. And then, one day, a band, quite a small band I'm sure you'll know, called Lincoln Park turned up, and Ohad was hooked. But instead of getting a drum kit right away, Ohad had to do with, well, whatever he could find. Yet one day, at his bar mitzvah, all the persistence paid off. Well, at least a little bit. Ohad, then 13, got his first guitar, a nylon-strung classical guitar, very heavy metal. And since then, though, Ohad has become a respected songwriter and shredder, with quite an impressive collection of guitar gear too. Ohad now lives in Berlin and is working on releasing more material, including an acoustic album that's coming up with different collaborations with other people. And it's one that really can't easily be placed into one genre as he blends bits of metal, bits of rap, bits of hip-hop, bits of pop, and bits of folk all together in this one package. And in this podcast, we talk about learning music at a young age. We talk about a bunch of geeky pedals and techniques. So this is a real geek episode in the second half. And we look at some more um, poppy influences. If I say the phrase, back streets back, I think you know where we're going with this. But let's start at that key moment at the bar mitzvah. So here is Ohad and his story. Yeah, so then I could not have a drums, and my parents get me for, for the bar mitzvah. I was 13, and yeah. they get me a nice uh, classical guitar, a cheap one. Mm-hmm. And then I asked them, uh, what about like a teacher or something? Oh, you can figure it out yourself. As they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, but it took me a while until I really figured it out myself. It took me around like eight years. I was just playing. I found out uh, you have tabs, so you don't really need to know notes. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. simple to do it. But I didn't really practice on my technique or 
all, all the other things that made me like really high technique and skilled mm. uh, was just bullshitting the guitar basically mm. Mm. Um, but I think because I had this this thing for the drums I always had a groove mm. so that mm. was sa- that what really saved me and made me play with other people and then I met this amazing guitarist from Israel as well from Jerusalem his name is Shai Baruch he is one of the most talented guitarists I, I met and he took me under his uh you know, like a godfather, and he taught me everything about the technique, about how to practice. He taught me lots of leaks, mm. uh, lots of methods, how to practice and how to get it going. Uh, and then I went to the army. So it was like before the army, we met, and then we played together. And then in the army, basically, it was like a job from nine to five. Mm. And it was a closed base, so I had to stay to sleep there. Mm. So every mm. time from five until I go to sleep, I put, I put the metronome full volume in my room and just <laughs> practice like a motherfucker. <laughs> And that's how everything started to rise up. And basically, yeah, that's how I got all these uh, skills. But it, so your roots were definitely in sort of what, what would we call that? Is it metal, I guess, is a general term, I guess. Yeah. Mm. But is that your sort of only source of inspiration, genre-wise? Because I've heard no. some of your stuff and it's quite acoustic, folky, some of it as well. Yeah, some of it, yes. Uh, well, lot, lots of, of my, my influence is Backstreet Boys. Yeah, okay. No. I, I was going to bring this up later, but let's talk about it now. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet How Boys. How the hell are the Backstreet Boys an influence? My father brought me uh, uh, the city Backstreet's back with everybody. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Rock your body. Yeah, yeah. It's a good and song. I was listening to this city. I was really listening to this one. Uh, like Before I went to sleep, I would put it, you know, on this big radio tape that yeah. we used to have. Yeah, yeah. So all my childhood was through this album, and then they had the second one, and no, it was the third one. It's like a millennium with millennium. The, I want it that way. Right, yeah. And then they had another one, black and black and blue, after this one. And I think those three albums are pretty pretty good. And I, I did not know it at that time, but also at I think like with NSYNC, like going to this uh, genre, also Britney Spears was appealing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All this pop, but then lately I discovered that it was one producer. His name is Max Martin, Martin yeah, a exactly. Swedish guy, and he yeah, wrote the, the music for, for those people. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> second most number one hits ever, I think, after second. Lennon and McCartney, I think, are really? first or something like that. But yeah, Max Martin, very as a sort of British Swede myself, like he's a super sort of well known popular figure like back there people are quite proud of him yeah i mean it's crazy right but i mean how do you i'm still trying to marry that up like i really love that you're here telling me about this because when (laughs) i was younger it was much like to be cool you had to be into one type of music right so you had Mm -hmm. to like lincoln park and corn and and limp biscuit and stuff like that and that was the cool stuff that was like all in one mm. genre kind of thing. That's where you lived. It was it used to be like the. Yeah, I used people. to listen to Limp yeah. Biscuit. Like oh, Limp Biscuit, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're terrible, really. I think, but I used to really like them at the time. I remember this song "Break Stuff," and I can still like repeat <laughs> all the lyrics to it actually. And then "My Way" and "Rolling," they're all very good. But yeah, it was very like you're set in your genre. But your genres are really wildly different. That's like very yes. teeny pop, like commercial exactly. teeny pop, and then quite relatively heavy new metal kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
has that always been the case that you like sort of pick and choose different bits of things you like? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think there is something in common to Britney Spears and Metallica. <laughs> wow, yeah. go on, sell this one to me. Go for it. Metallica, what they do basically, also Britney Spears. I mean, they, there is a certain formula that makes the music work, the song itself work. There yeah. is a certain structure. There is a certain energy that you need to put inside a song to make it really work. Yeah. And I think in Britney Spears and Hit Me Baby One More Time you have it and also you got it in Nothing Else Matters, for example. Or even if you take a, like a more harder song, Sick and Destroy, for example. Or Master of Puppets, for example, which is a, might be a bit more complicated than Britney Spears, of course. Like uh, how it's built. But it's still got the same basics. Uh, and this, this, I realized that later, way later, like a few years ago, I realized that that you need to have this kind of thing, uh, this kind of, I don't know, this spark mm. in the music. Mm. And that's what I found in common in this music. And I can find it anywhere. I can find it in jazz. I can find it in blues. I can find it in uh, in hip-hop, in rap, whatever, man. It can be really the opposite. I can find it in oriental music. I can find it anywhere. As long as it's good and the people know how to make the music and, and you feel the realness mm. that comes out. No, I like that. I think that's good. I mean, I started. I used to start even on this podcast asking people what genre of music they play, but now I've kind of stopped it because I'm just like, who really ultimately gives a fuck, right? As long as exactly. it sounds good, I don't really care. But it is surprising that when you're younger, you had these huge differences in music mm-hmm. taste. Like I would have been beaten up at school for that. Probably. Yeah, same, same, man. But what well, you were? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. I was beaten up for sure at least once. I remember, man. No, oh, twice. No. I remember. Yeah, we had this like uh, like a fight between the gangs. So in Israel, you, either you're white or you're Oriental, like Arab Jew, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we call them uh, Orientals, uh, or you white from Europe and all those countries, because Israel it's really uh, like a core of everything. All the Jew people all around the world yeah. put them in one small place, and yeah. what the fuck happened, man? Yeah. Uh, so it was like the people listen to Oriental music, which was the dominant music in Israel, and this considered to be cool music. And then you got on the other side all the outcast people who listen to rock music and metal and all this uh, English kind of type music. Mm. Uh, So we had also the fight between us, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, from all of these influences, you're still here today doing uh, a bunch of things. You've got a few things online, right, that Mm -hmm. I've listened to already, but not much. No, not much. So what is your sort of musical journey now you're here in Berlin? What's your plan there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I just let it out. <laughs> you don't know, just let it out? Yes, I just let it out and see what comes up. I try to get as much as I can from music that I like. For for example, if I have a song that I really, really enjoy, yeah. so I just learn how to play it. I try to learn all the parts. I try to learn how the groove goes, how the vocal goes, how the harmony goes, guitar parts, pianos, whatever. Mm. So I try to figure it out myself. And then I got like a, like a library of whatever I want to have. And there is a certain emotions if it's a really good song that the artist can convey to the listener. Uh, and it's like a tool for me. So I can take this emotion from this song and maybe apply it with this emotion from this song and then combine to one emotion that I feel like uh, sharing with other people. Mm. But this takes a lot of discipline, right? I mean, even to let's even just kind of put to the side for one second what you just said then about learning every part to every song. Even just getting to this level of guitar skill let alone then learning songs note for note, every single part. 
it must take a lot of your time and a lot of discipline to sort of keep mm. practicing and getting better. So how do you like motivate yourself to keep doing that? Yeah, I just love it. I love it. I can play for hours. Like when I wake up in the morning, I usually have a guitar here, electric one. So I just wake up, take the guitar and play. You know, first thing I, I do in the morning. Wow. Uh, and it used to, this this uh, switched my addiction to the smartphone, you know, because I used to wake up in the morning and now Facebook and check out all the things and mails and all this. Since I'm in bed, you know, while I'm in bed, I'm doing all these things. And then I realized this is not really healthy for me. No. Uh, so I just put a guitar here on the couch. I wake up. All right, take the guitar, practice until I fully wake up. And then I start my day. I've been thinking a lot lately about the meaning of life. That I'm doing something crazy, but I keep it surprised. Work it hard in my mind. Music is my trustful guide. I've got nowhere to hide my muse and my pride. We can Working hard on my prize Rolling up in smoke While I watch the sunrise All I need is to reach to the skies uh, Last year I started to sing I was I completely shit at singing I had no idea how to sing And when I tried to sing when I was a teenager So I recorded myself And because I don't know how to sing So it sounded like shit And I said to myself I won't ever sing again uh, So most of the project that I had back in Israel So I had to f- find a singer That had the same vision as I have Mm. Uh, which which took a lot of effort and a lot of time. Mm. Uh, sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then I realized I should do it by myself. I should sing my own things, my own music. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting better at singing now. Yes, you still practice? Yes, or? definitely still practice. It's but only one year, I think. It okay, right. Takes so you still like actually have to practice. Wow. Yeah, like I'm still I'm still searching for this anchor of my voice so I can hold on to because I don't even know where is it yet. Yeah, I was just going to ask, what is your voice then? Is it some sort of low grovelly thing, high pop thing? Like I can sing high, you yeah. know, but in the low it, I can sing better. But it's more like how how I get my my attitude throughout the voice mm. and while hitting the notes. Yeah. This is my problem. I cannot really find the notes. I cannot. Mm. Before I started to sing, I cannot even tell you if a note is a higher than the other one. Wow. It's like I'm blind with my ears. That's amazing. Yeah, you could still play guitar this well? That, that's crazy. Yeah, it got me way better when I started to sing. Now, yeah. now I can really realize I can I can pay attention to the notes. Yeah, because I guess you can just he- hear more. Kind yes, of, but, exactly. Yeah. And I can I can get more uh, like uh, chords now. And if like what's the chord progression, I can I can recognize it just by hearing now. Mm. So it's mm. fucking amazing. But I always had this groove, uh, intuitive feeling. Mm. That, that's why I wanted drums in the beginning. Mm. Mm. One of your vocal teachers was someone who's actually been on the podcast before, yes, right? Yes, Juliet. Yeah, yes. Ju- yeah, Julia, she's great. She's amazing. I mean, I have to say this because she's my friend, but, but yeah, she's man. great. She, she, she's amazing. She's amazing vocally. She's a great uh, teacher, Julia. She she got this angel voice, and I would just like to go there and, and, and enjoy listening to her voice, how she she sings. No, that's Julia of like Molly's Peck, who was on second or third episode of this mm. like quite a while back. But, um, yeah, we've sort of become friends after that. And, I mean, I hear a recorded voice on some of their songs. And then I've sort of never really heard her live, actually. They always seem to be doing a gig when I'm away or something like that. But then I see clips of her recording in the studio and things. And for someone who's so small, her voice is so loud and so big. It's crazy. So clear also. Yeah. Yes. uh, No, so you had a good teacher, at least. Yeah, she taught me a lot, but then unfortunately I ran out of money. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just have to figure it out myself. How can I do this? Okay, Julia, free lessons. <laughs> Come on. 
it's a favor <laughs> yeah for the advertisement <laughs> yeah no i'm kidding uh yeah but she's amazing man she's amazing So when you first reached out to me with the message you sent earlier, there were a couple of, um, well, there were three things you sent. One was the SoundCloud, which has a few songs on there. Mm-hmm. But there were two videos you sent as well. One was a Van Halen cover. Yes. That was fucking incredible. Thank you very much. It was amazing. Like, yes, I love this song. Man. I mean, it's a fantastic song. Uh, what is this? Uh, um, I'm the one. I'm the one. Yes, I was going to say the only the first one. That's album. stupid. I'm the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did that take you to learn something like that? Because that's not an easy song to play with all of the harmonics in it. And then there's yes. a nice bit of tapping you do. Like, how long does that take you to learn? Uh, not, not so much. Not so long. Uh, it took me like, I think, one or two months until I really could uh, could master the groove. Because mm-hmm. the groove in the in the verses, this is what's really difficult about the song. Because yeah. it's like a shuffle. Yeah. So this is the difficult part. Uh, the other part is just like uh, like magic tricks that Van Halen does. <laughs> magic tricks. Uh, and it's quite easy, basically, when you know the how to do them, when you know the basics. Yeah. Uh, Van Halen is is really influenced Dime McDowell from Pantera. You know Pantera? Mm-hmm. So Dime McDowell is like uh, Van Halen on steroids. Mm. <laughs> Basically, he got a lot of techniques from Eddie Van Halen. And also Dime says that out loud in public that Van Halen is one of the most influenced players on, players on him. Mm. So I went back to the roots of Dime which I learned Dime by heart, man. A lot of Pantera songs, I know how to play. I know it by heart. I've got the guitar, like I can show mm. it later. Yeah, yeah. It's a Dime guitar. It's a number 18 out of 20. So it's really limited wow. edition. Yes, it's like full Dime Nice shape, you know, with all this. It's the one in the things. video, right? With all the sharp. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I saw yeah. this one, man. It's amazing guitar. Uh, so after learning Dimebag, I felt like I need some push, you know, and all right, let's go to the roots. And then I started to learn Eddie Van Halen. Um, it's going to go on to quite a geeky topic now for a second. Yeah, of course, man. But Bring I can see lots of bits of gear around me. Run us through your rig and your gear. What do you have in front of us? I can see uh, uh, it's the Black Star what, head and then there's an orange. What is the orange thing? Yeah, actually? this is a Micro Terror. It's a Micro Terror, yeah. This is a fucking beast. This yeah. is way better than this, even though the Black Star is, looks bigger. But the orange, it's, it's a really a beast. Man, I usually, if I play it on, on quarter volume... All the building is shaking. Really? Yes. I mean, just so, if people haven't seen an orange, uh, is it the Micro Terror or Mini Terror, isn't it? Micro Terror, micro yeah. Terror. It, it yeah. If no one's kilo, seen it, less than a kilogram. Yeah, it's not even as big as a bag of sugar. Like, it's really not very big at all. Exactly. But, and that is loud enough to shake the walls. Yes. Okay, you might have to show me later. Not right now, but, but Definitely. maybe later on. So run us through your gear. What have you got? I see an acoustic on the floor as yes. well, which looks absolutely gorgeous yeah this is a gibson j45 true vintage uh basically it's uh they have j45 you know the series so yeah, this is the yeah. shape they have it's called the round shoulder they have also the square shoulder which is like more the hummingbird 
Yeah. It's a bigger uh, on on the way it comes to the 14 frets. It's a bit bigger, mm. more body. Mm. Uh, so this is the J45. It's a bit smaller. Usually uh, they have the J45, J45 custom, and the true vintage one. Mm. So the normal one, uh, there is a there is a spruce on top, and there is mahogany on the back and the sides. The custom one got rosewood on the back and the sides. Mm. And the true vintage one, this is like the the top uh, model of the J45. So mm-hmm. it got the Andorondax Spruce on top, and it got uh, Andorondax Mahogany on the back and sides, also Andorondax Mahogany on the neck. So it sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I say it's on the floor, by the way, I mean it's in its case. No, He's it's not case, just like course, left yeah. it on the floor. That would be bad. On majesty case. Yeah. Down. yeah. <laughs> no, it's really nice. Open there. Uh, what so, else do I have here? So you've yeah. got yeah, the Black Star uh, head there, and then you've got the orange Microterra. And then what's this underneath to complete in the cabinet? Uh, this is a Black Star cabinet. I yeah. bought it somewhere here. I found it. 300 euros. And what wattage is that? Because it is big. Yeah, it's 4 by 12 Yeah, I was going to say, it's 4 by 12 right? Yeah. It's pretty huge. It's pretty decent. Yeah. There is a nice vintage sound from it. Yeah, yeah, sure. In clean, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Also in distortion, if you can know how to tweak it right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this thing. Sometimes it's too big if I need to carry it. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but then what else have you got in terms of guitars? So you've got your guitar over there that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, and this then is the Dean. Then there's two more here. Yeah, one is a Les Paul. Nice. Uh, that's Paul Goldtop 57 yeah. which I bought amazing one this was my main guitar when I played in Israel also here it's my main electric guitar on stages because yeah. I can make so much from this guitar I know it perfectly and she knows me perfectly yeah, and yeah. we have yeah. a good harmony together yeah. uh, and the other one is a custom guitar that a friend of mine bought uh, built sorry oh wow he built for me this one uh, his name is Tal Makmal he's an Israeli luthier now he's getting really really big and he got uh uh, Stratocaster and Telecaster's guitar that he's making and he sells them also in Thoman oh, and he wow. sells them all over the place he's really talented great guitar so he made this one for me as well like custom as I wanted it looks like a Les Paul Melody Maker if you know yeah. this one yeah, yeah. like the really thin guitars yeah. one pickup Eddie Van Halen pickup yeah. uh, one volume one tone yes. and then what do you do in terms of pedals because you've definitely got some pedals running through this you yeah, can't just man. be gain and volume yes this is EM Drive a company named Emerson. Uh, they, they do crazy things. They do crazy things. They do crazy wiring for guitars. Mm-hmm. They use very vintage kind of uh, wiring and vintage kind of components like the capacitors and the resistors. And this one is like a small amplifier. If you open it, you see only two Russian capacitors, like, like big ones. I think they match it in the laboratory so they will have the right frequencies together. Wow. And it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing if you put it in front of any amp, no matter what you play, just boost everything up and give it more juice. Wow. Yes. Nice. Pretty reliable pedal. What else have we yes. got down here that you really love? Oh, uh, man. I love the G-string, which is over there on the right. The G-string? Yes, it is the G-string. The decimator. <laughs> what is this? This is a noise gate. Go for it. It's a noise gate, right? Yes, it's a noise gate. And what I loved about this one sometimes they have two models they have one without the effects loop and one with the effects loop this one is with the effects loop so you plug it into your effects loop and the amplifier and also to the input and what it does it listens to the dry signal of your guitar and then it does this noise gate on the dry sound of the guitar not on the distorted sound mm. so it sounds really really natural it's good for gigs uh, in Israel I had a band we called Ganza and we really played heavy heavy music I'll put some links and pictures to this stuff as well because it's yeah, really definitely. cool. But. This is one of the best pedals I got. This is a reverb slash tremolo. It basically, it's, it's mimicking the old Fender amplifiers that had the, the verb tremolo, mm. uh, like the twin reverb, for mm, example. Yeah, yeah. 
so this one you have three kinds of tremolos and three kinds of uh, reverbs so the 60s is a spring reverb then you got the, the 70s which is a room and then the 80s i think it's a whole reverb yeah uh, that but, sounds about right yes but there is there is something really unique about this one when you put it on the 80s on the whole reverb and you put all the way the the reverb so yeah. you get infinite reverb it must be like playing in a canyon or yes. something it must be like this endless sound yes it sounds incredible incredible because it's so natural the way it fades out I heard some some pedals that have really long reverb yeah. but this one the way it fades out it sounds so natural yeah, yeah. and I remember like we went to, to a rehearsal me and my band and we were like smoking like, like crazy and then everyone completely stoned in the rehearsal <laughs> and I crank it up all the way and I start to play some trippy things and everyone like whoa what is this <laughs> So this is a really nice one. This is a favorite of mine. Do you get to play live very often? Uh, not, not, not really. I, I played live a little bit with my acoustic uh, music, which was the first time I ever played acoustic music, just me and a guitar. I had uh, one concert here in Berlin and one concert in Würzburg, which is a southern city. It's north of Bavaria. And it was more like a trial to see how, how good I am or how bad I am performing live, because I'm not a singer. And I never did something like this before. I used to have a band with me. I used to have a singer, which is the front band, and he takes all the show for himself, and a drummer, and a bass, and all the distortion can also... It's a really nice makeup for the mistakes. Mm. Uh, but then it's like me naked, acoustic guitar, yeah. singing. So it was a good uh, good experience. I still need to tweak it a little bit more. Uh, once in a while, I go to open mics to see how the music that I do, how people react to it. Yeah. And what music do you play normally there? Covers or your own stuff? Yeah, my own stuff. My yeah. own stuff. Yeah, it really varies. Uh, so I can have like really acoustic one, like really nice acoustic by the book, slowly violins, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the other song can be rap and really groovy and really nice. Yeah. yeah some funky music I like as well. Yeah, sure. All right. I have some quick fire questions for you yes. before the end. What's your favorite song that you wish you'd written? My favorite song that I wish I'd been written... Well, at the moment, uh, Sunny. Sunny? Sunny, Sunny. Yesterday my life was filled with rain. Yeah, yeah. I said Sunny. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sunny. Thank you for the love you brought my way. Oh, you gave to me your all. I like that that's your one at the minute. That's a, that's a good one to pick, but... But because uh, also it's really miserable outside now, and we could oh. use it. So uh, there we go. Yeah, I love this one. Who would you like to tour with? To tour. So with. if you could go on tour, if there was a band on tour and you could tour with them, just to with every be band. like a fly on the wall and watch them do their stuff, who would it be? Man, I think either Anderson Pack or oh. Kendrick Lamar. One yeah, of Kendrick those. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's one of a those good people. choice. Remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits But now I'm counting this Parmesan with my accountant lives In fact I'm down in this say with my boobay Tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst Girl I can buy a Westie girl With my base stuff Ooh that pussy good Won't you sit it on my taste blood Right this is going to be a hard question Because we've talked a lot about gear already But what is your favourite piece of gear? Whether it's a pedal, a guitar, an amp what is your favorite bit? Yeah, there is another guitar which is not here. It's on the hallway. Uh, it's a guild guitar, a small one. Yeah, yeah. 
a small one, and this was the best buy I ever did in my life. Okay, it sounds amazing. Sometimes I compare it to, to this Gibson, which is extremely expensive, and the Guild. I think it cost me three hundred euros, maybe even okay. less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's all solid woods, all solid mahogany. It's a really small guitar. It's smaller than the Gibson. Yeah. And because it's it's made in China, so it's really cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it sounds so amazing, and I just take it everywhere. It's like my cheap guitar. Yeah. So yeah. I take it everywhere. It's really comfortable. I really enjoy the sound. It gives me a lot of inspiration when I play it. Where can people find out more about you? Yes, they can find me on Facebook, OAD. It's O-H-A-D, Live Rouge. It's L-E-E-V. R-O-A-G-E. That's my stage name. That's what I use. Yeah. Uh, so there is, a, there is a page. There is also a personal profile. They can find music there. They can find music on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, it's more the music that I produce just for fun. So yeah. sometimes I just mess around with things and I feel like it's, it's good enough so I can upload it. So that's my SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, basically that's it. I will spread on later on. Yeah, well, you're going to be shredding around the world soon, I'm pretty sure. Like, because, man, your skill is quite incredible, to be honest. Thank with you, you very much. Are I you going to play a song, um, an acoustic song? Yeah, I can play. Do you want to do that? Yeah, for sure, man. Then what are you going to play? I can play, I can play my single, I've Got It All, which is on YouTube now. Perfect. Yeah, you can check out the lyric video and try to figure out what the fuck am I talking about over there. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you very much yes, for you, talking Ashley. today. I'm looking forward to hearing the acoustic stuff, and then I'm looking forward to seeing this micro-terror in action, actually, <laughs> just to see how loud that goes. But uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. It was a great pleasure. So this song, it's called I've Got It All. Basically, I wrote down, and then I thought to myself, what, what is it that I need uh, to write good music? And then I realized I've got everything I need, uh, which can be positive, can be negative, but... It's all inspiration, so I decided to write this song. And also to play a bit with the words and the rhymes, I find it really interesting for me. So that's how it goes. I've been thinking a lot lately about the meaning of life. That I'm doing something crazy, but I keep it surprised. Walk it hard in my mind, music is my trust for guide. I've got nowhere to hide my muse and my pride. Waking up in the morning, working hard on my prize. Rolling up in smoke while I watch the sunrise. All I need is to reach to the sky. Spread the wings, no more fear, no more living the night. I've got it all, all the talent, all the energy. I am brilliant to wish you on me. So you could see what it's like to get close to the mic and get it right and rewrite till I get it at the strongest track. I've got it all. All, all the drama, all the pain I've got lovers with the brain Lots of power and cocaine I've got traumas in my head Put some butterflies instead Don't discuss them, Juliet Analyzing every step Don't you fuck with me again Out in Paris, nations live inside of me. Asian dragons on the sea. Who am I wanna be? Sharing dose of one P. I've got it all. Enemies love to see me fall down on my knees and make a thousand jokes about how strange I am. That I'm not very good, but fuck off, fuck you and fuck your grandmama too. Fuck your dad, fuck your brother, fuck them both in the ass. Don't be scared, tell your mama that you're better off dead. This is how I think and I hope you met. This is a small glimpse to see your ugly as well. Only she knows.
knows about the bed that I made Try to judge from the heart, look what I can create Conversations with God after partying in hell I'm in total control, can you keep up the game? I've got it all, thousand bitcoins So to feel your prospect in oil, great story to be told I've got silence, I've got God, meditation is a must Digging deep inside my thoughts to keep my balance on the spot Chasing dreams, paralyzing fears, powers to heal Tough, strong, two heels, money on trees Five grams of weed, I'm planting my seeds I used to think I've got none, but I'm the fucker who got it all Lately by the meaning of life That I'm doing something crazy But I keep it surprised Working hard in my mind Music is my chance for God I've got nowhere to hide My muse and my pride Waking up in the morning Working hard on my prize Rolling up in smoke While I watch the sunrise All I need is to reach the skies Spread the wings No more fear No more living the night